Uh, we're going to kick off with a clip to start with. This year will be different. This year will be different. This year will be different. This year, I need to eat less. You know what? I do solemnly swear that this year I will lose 10 pounds. Or at least five. Five is the magic number. That's how many times I want to visit my grandmother this year, which would be five more than last year. Learn to wait. I always want things instantly. I need patience. Now, this year, I'll be nicer to my parents. What, Mom? Get off my back. I just need peace in my life. I'm just so nervous all the time. I just, I'm twitching. Three kids. I'm a twitcher. I'm twitching. I twitch. I just can't seem to get my pits to stop sweating. Can you can you see this? Look, when did I become the human leak? I mean, I know I've got some stress about my future and everything, but why can't I just be like everyone else and you conceal it? Okay, I'll just have to fake it till I make it. And I'll be better than I've ever been in my entire life. If I'm going to make this year count, I have to do some things differently. To pay time. <laughs> Make some goals this year. Just three, not ten. Stop judging people who aren't like me. Stop snapping at my kids. Dream. Character over image. Learn that I'm loved, but not entitled. God, did you forget about me? I'm here. Just show me what to do. Give me the strength to change. What am I saying? I don't, I don't even know if I want to change, God. I'm comfortable. I have a good life. I know. You want the best for me. So why don't I want the best for me? Starting tomorrow, using my gifts and talents, I'm going to live my life differently. God's way. I'm tired of keeping this great gift. A secret. Can I tell you a secret? I feel like I'm separated from something. That sounds weird, doesn't it? But whatever I need, it's bigger than this world can offer. I offer my life, God. It's something much more than what I can see. So please, God, would you just take this little bit of faith that I have? I just can't wait another year. Just can't wait another year to be different, to offer our lives to God. What does that look like? What are some things or resolutions we can put in place that God wants for us? Not what we think God wants for us, but what God actually wants for us. And the only way we can find that out is we look at his word. Uh, Last week we looked at Matthew chapter 6 and Lewis from Beach Mission came up and encouraged us this year to trust God. Completely for everything. Great thing to put into practice, isn't it? Trust him and all these things. Uh, Seek first his kingdom and all these things will add unto you. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's got enough worries for itself. Trust 
me, God says. Well, this week we're going to be having a look at what God says about how we are to be witnesses for him. And that's part of our resolution, to live for him. That's what it means to offer our lives to him. So we're going to look at Acts chapter 1, verses 1 to 8 this morning, and we're going to concentrate on one verse mainly. Uh, so if you've got your Bibles, if you could open them up to that. Um, maybe, Benny, if you could flick down for us on that bit while I read. You're going to find there's one verse we're going to concentrate on today. There's some great parts in the early verses, but we're just going to spend some time on mainly one of them. See if you can pick which one it is. Acts chapter 1 verse 1 says this, uh, In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven. After giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen, after his suffering he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptised with water, but in a few days you will be baptised with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? Kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It's not for you to know the times and dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Uh, Did you pick it? Where is it? Yeah, you'll be my witnesses, isn't it? It's in verse 8. Uh, that you'll be my witnesses, wait, you'll be, have the Holy Spirit and he will empower you to be my witnesses throughout the world. Uh, the word witness here, uh, we think of reporter and that is one aspect of it, but actually witness here, the word is martyr. Uh, that is one who gives his whole life to Jesus, to take that to the world. So when Jesus is talking here to the disciples to go out into the world to be a witness, to be a martyr for me, is to say, is to take your whole life and live for me in the world. That what you say and what you do will be a projection and a report of me to the world around us. That is what we are to be on about. That is what you and I are to be on about. Uh, you see, Paul, uh, Luke, sorry, is writing this and it's his second book. Uh, you'll see in the very first one, he says, there's my second book here, I'm writing to you, Theophilus. Uh, a mate, someone he thinks uh, we think is a guy by the name of God Lover. Theophilus means Theo means God, Philos means Lover. God Lover. He wants to tell him about Jesus. So Luke is being a witness, isn't he? Already, uh, he's written the book of Luke, and Acts is like his second instalment or his second chapter in one sense. Uh, they flow on from each other, and in this part we see that Luke is uh, reporting what Jesus is saying. And Jesus is saying that he wants his followers to be people who are witnesses of him to the world. Verse 8, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Uh, it's a bit of a picture, isn't it? Like uh, a rock, when it goes into a pond, it hits and then the ripples go out. 
That's the picture of what's happening here with Jesus. He said, Jesus has hit the world. He's trained up his disciples. Now it's to go out. And for the rest of Acts, that's what you see. It is the picture of the gospel going to Judea, Samaria and to the ends of the world. You watch that. If you read through the whole book of Acts, you'll actually note there are specific points where they hit all those bits and it heads to the world and it continues, doesn't it? That ripple is to go out throughout the whole of the world and we are still part of that ripple. That ripple hasn't finished yet. It hasn't hit the sides of the banks and stopped. It is continuing on throughout the whole of the world and we are part of that. We are in one ripple of that to take the good news of Jesus, to be witnesses for him to the world around us. Uh, That's what our mission statement is at church, isn't it? To take the good news of Jesus to our community, to see people's lives transformed into vibrant followers of Jesus. That's what we want to see and that's what we want to do. And how are we going to do that? Well, the good news is that we're not alone in it and we know who's it about. We are to be witnesses. We are to take that message. We are to be people who are professing that and proclaiming that wherever we go And who we are proclaiming is who? Who are we to be witnesses of? You are to be my witnesses, it says, doesn't it? Jesus says you are to be witnesses of me. You see, this, what we are to take out, is to be all about Jesus. Every aspect of what we're on about is to be about him. In word and deed and life, it's all about him. We can be witnesses to lots of things, can't we? Uh, just yesterday I had uh, some cousins of mine rock up. Uh, they texted us at 10 o'clock in the morning, said they're coming to stay that night. You love that, don't you? Um, it was great. It was fantastic. Uh, the four of them turned up and what did I become? I became the witness for Evan's head. And I drove them round town and I showed them all the great spots and all the great things and what you can do in Evans and how beautiful and gorgeous it is which it is, and I was professing how great this place was. That's a good thing for my cousins to know about, but ultimately in the end, what is most, what is best for them to know about is Jesus. Who we are to be witnesses about is Jesus. We can be witnesses about lots of things, can't we? Thermomixes. How many people here have got a thermomix? Yeah, there's a few of them out there and they're out there evangelising everyone. They've been trying to evangelise my wife for ages to be a Thermomix person. Uh, We do it, don't we? We get on the board about that. The latest diet. Who did paleo diet? Yeah, I did the paleo diet and I told people about it as well. But there's heaps of diets out there. The Healthy Trim Mama one, the Drops one, the Daniel diet. They're out there and people are telling people about their diets, aren't they? They love it. Exercise programs. You know, every morning, Sydney Morning Herald, I go through and it's the 10 best exercises to get rid of that tummy flab. Every, every day, there's a different lot of 10 there. Evangelising about that all the time, telling people, witnessing about it. Well, they're all good things in one sense, aren't they, and can be helpful, but ultimately, you and I are not to be known because we're on about thermomixes. We're not to be known just because we're talking about Evan's head. We're not to be known just because we're on a particular diet or so forth, but we are to be known because we are witnesses of Jesus. That we point to him. Because it's all about him. It's not about us. It's all about him. Because he's the one who came, who lived, who died, who rose again, 
so that we can have life now and for eternity. We can't do that for anyone. But Jesus can. That's what we're to be on about. And we're empowered by the Spirit. You see, we're not alone in this. It's not just me going out and doing it or you just going out and doing it. But we actually have Jesus who lives within us to help us with that. You know, Jesus was a carpenter. Uh, He used to build things and renovate things. Well, the Holy Spirit is like a carpenter within you and I. He is renovating the inside of our house, the inside of us. Look what it says there. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Now, for the disciples, that hadn't happened yet because Jesus hadn't gone yet. When Jesus goes to be with the Father, then he sends a Spirit. We don't, they didn't need the Spirit, they had Jesus. When the Spirit goes though, we need, when Jesus goes though, we need the Spirit. So when we trust and believe in Jesus, we have the Spirit within us. We are empowered by the Spirit. If we trust and believe in Him, He is within us. And He is about doing some renovating in our lives. He's in trying to make sure that we're remodeled to be more like Jesus. That is the main role of the Spirit. Now, some people out there who tell the main role of the Spirit is to give you an experience. The main role of the Spirit is so you speak in tongues. The main role of the Spirit is so that you do something amazingly miraculous. Well, the big miraculous thing that the Spirit does, first and foremost, is He remodels our life to be like Jesus. Because that is the biggest miracle of them all. That is the biggest experience of them all. There is nothing bigger than that. And that's what the Spirit's on about inside you and I. He's remodelling us. He's moving the rooms around. He's changing things. He's doing things. But you know what we're trying to do? We're trying to bang up walls as well. We're trying to stop him. We're trying to hold him back. There are times when we're trying to keep him in the bathroom because that's more contained or in the laundry because that's easier to look after. But he doesn't want just the laundry. He wants our whole life. The Bible says that we are to be filled with the Spirit, that He is to come in and indwell us and overflow out of us and He wants to work with us within that. When was the last time you prayed for the Spirit to completely fill every part of your life? When was the last time you sat back and you asked for forgiveness, for blocking Him off, from that part in my work that I do or blocking him off in that time when I'm on the computer when no one's looking or blocking him off when I'm in that relationship with someone that's just moving slightly the wrong direction or blocking him off when I'm treating my kids I'm getting angry with my kids can I encourage you this year to pray for the spirit to overflow to fill you completely, to take over every aspect of your life, to open up yourself to him, to fill you. Because he will. And one of the good ways to do that, guys, is to get your heads into the Bible. And don't get me wrong, sitting out on the headland and just being blown away by how great God is and opening yourself and praying to God is a great thing to do. But the main way that God does that transformation within us is as we get into the Bible and find out what he wants for us. Because that's where he's communicating to us. We don't have to wonder whether God's whispering to us in the breeze or not because he's spoken loudly to us in his word. How long often do we open up his word 
and ask God to reveal himself through it. We're empowered by the Spirit. He's within us. He wants to fill us. Ask him to fill you and ask him to give you the motivation to get into his word because that's where he's going to change you. That's where you're going to hear from God directly, most specifically, without any confusion. It's there. Don't get me wrong, God can work through lots of other ways as well. He can move things and change things and he can work through people and he does lots of that. But his primary way is through his word. It's not a bad resolution, is it, to actually start reading your Bible this year? Because we are to be witnesses, we are to be changed by God to go out to be that ripple, to keep that ripple going out into the world so that more and more people come to know Jesus as well. Because his life is a transforming life. His life does change us. His life takes us from death to life. His life takes us from being an enemy to God to being friends with God. His life takes us from having a life of eternity without God to an eternity with God. Takes us from being people who aren't with purpose to people with purpose. People not what's going on to people who do know what's going on. People saying, well, what am I on about? What's my resolution? To knowing what our resolution is. Jesus changes everything. We need to be convinced of that. Because sometimes I think we doubt it, don't we? I think, ah, maybe not. Well, can I encourage you this year to seek God in that, to saturate your life with Jesus. And we're going to be thinking about this term so that we are witnesses, so that we are martyrs for Jesus, so that we are spreading the news, rippling out into the world around us saturating our world with Jesus so that the word, the name on our lips is not Charlotte or Oliver, unless you're speaking to Charlotte or Oliver, but it's Jesus. That is the most, that's the name that's on our lips the most this year. It's Jesus. And you notice that he says that you will be my witnesses and he's not talking to one person here. Sometimes we tend to make everything just about me, don't we? But actually says you, it's a plural thing. This is you together. This is us together. Those of us who are part of our community here, this is us together going out together, being witnesses for Jesus together. For you guys who are in other towns who are here visiting, you together as well in your towns and your communities. Gather people together to be witnesses together, to be ripples together in your communities together. Jesus doesn't call us to be lone rangers, to be just one-offs, just firing our own gun into the middle of nowhere. He calls us to gather together as people together to reach our communities together, to be witnesses of him together. Uh, Who's seen the Lego movie? Yeah, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? It's not bad. Who knows the theme song to the Lego movie? All right, guys, sing it for me. Everything is awesome. Oh, you got it. Everything is awesome. Everything is better when you're part of a team, isn't it? All right. Now, they were being a bit conned at the time, the Lego men, but the idea was good, wasn't it? Everything is better when you're part of a team. It is. Everything is better when you're part of God's team. That's who we are together, to be witnesses for Jesus to the world around us. That is the team that we're on. That is the body that we are part of. That is who we are together. 
You is plural, not singular. It is us together as we witness to the world around us, as we tell people about Jesus and show people Jesus in our lives and the way that we love them and love each other. So, this can be for us a start. Last week was let's trust God more. This week is for us to be witnesses for Jesus. That it's all about him. It's not about us. And that we're empowered by the Spirit. It's not us by ourselves. We're empowered by the Spirit. You know, lots of things that we profess. You know, Thermomix, they tell you, give you an extra bowl if you buy it this month. The great add-on. Well, in Jesus, you get him to live within you. That's the greatest add-on ever that you can have. And that we're to do it together. It's you, plural, as we seek to be his... Ooh, where'd that go, boys? Forget that. As we go to be witnesses for him in the world that he's placed us and the community that we live in. Pray that that may be one of your resolutions, not just for this year, for your whole life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we uh, thank you for your word. We thank you that in it we, uh, we learn about you, we learn of you, we learn about Jesus and we find out what our life is to be about. Lord, we pray that as we looked at Acts and particularly verse 8 this morning, that you'll encourage us, Lord, to be your witnesses to the world around us, Lord, in our words, in our deeds, in our life, Lord, that we won't compartmentalise, that we won't just block things off to you, Lord, but in everything we'll open our lives to you. We'll open up every aspect to the work of your Spirit within us, Lord, so that every part of our life is one that witnesses to you, that reports of you and how great you are. Lord, we just ask that by your Spirit you will do a work in us so that we will be your witnesses throughout this world. We ask and pray that in the name of Jesus. Amen.